Well, 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 beautiful people, best damn nation. It is Wednesday, and you know what time it is. It is the best damn wrestling podcast. I am your humble host, Brian Renegade. And with me, I have the best damn crew. Uh, first of all, go ahead. Uh, we got a special guest in the house. We're going to get to him in a second. His beard looks immaculate. I only wish that my beard looks as great as that, man. Uh, that is absolutely awesome. But uh, let me introduce to you the king of grapplers, the green-eyed bandit. We know and love him as the kickboxing king. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is everything. Mm-hmm. He's your mama's favorite wrestler, and he can whoop your daddy ass, Mister Everything, Victor Andrews. Absolutely. What up? What up? What up? What's up? <laughs> What's going on, best damn nation? And with us, before we get to our special guests. With us, we have the man, the myth, the legend, the head honcho of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. He is Mr. Clean himself. Make a wish. He is our <laughs> El Capitano, mm-hmm. the leader of the ship, Mr. Brian Renegade. Thank you, sir, for that warm introduction, man. I, I really appreciate that. Uh, but now we have to get to our uh, great esteemed guest that we have in the building. I'm going to go ahead and let you do the honors, Mr. Everything, since you want to uh, use some vocal skills like you do. Go ahead. All right. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, cats and dogs, frogs and fish, we have the man who puts the oh in love. He puts the thank you in professional wrestling. He is the legendary, the stupendous, the amazing, the psychedelic sweetheart, Stephen Meeks. Stephen Meeks. It's your cute dog. You're supposed to come in and be like, yeah, you know, love and peace. <laughs> love, peace, and hair grease. Oh. Yeah. We have some technical difficulty with the psychedelic sweetheart, Stevie Meeks, <laughs> until we get him back on. Brian Renegade, what's been going on, bro? What's going on with you? Oh, wait. Here he is. The psychedelic sweetheart, Stevie Meeks. We can't hear you. You're on, you're on mute. You can take, a, take, a, take yourself off mute. Stay it's, it's technology. We understand. <laughs> it's getting straightened out now. I think it's finally straightened out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what. I'm sorry, you're doing, brother. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I guess you're done with your introduction. Yeah, I'm, I'll say happy to be here for the technology issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're having some issues with your connectivity right now. Is there somewhere else you can move in the house to kind of get a better connection with the Wi-Fi? Uh, yeah. Uh, do us a quick favor. Log off and then log back on, and then that should be able to to fix that. And then while you're doing that, Brian Renegade, what's been going on with you, bro? Oh man, uh, nothing and a whole lot of everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trying to trying to get ready uh, for this for this wedding, man, and just been working and got my organization. Uh, Blue House for Autism, uh, up and running, man. So, you know, just uh, trying to keep a level head in this situation. You dig what I'm saying, man? Uh, what about you, my brother? Uh, your beard looks great, too, man. You got the salt and pepper thing going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, it's hoochie daddy season. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Mr. Everything. What's been going on with you, my brother? Man, listen, I'm getting ready to turn into the Silver Fox after a while, bro, man. We had to be walking out the arena, the arena be like, 
Is oh, that a scary thing? Oh my God. No, it's not me. <laughs> you know, but I'm doing good, man. You know, over here feeding my face. You know, the brothers gone for work and I'm probably not had a chance to eat. So my esteemed apologies, everyone, but a brother gotta eat. I'm hungry. Oh man. It's so work out. When you work out and, and, and beat daddy's face, beat daddy's asses the way I do, you gotta keep your body fueled with food. So Oh man, can we get can we get some uh some more Mr. Everything's fitness tips today? Absolutely. I do, I do have some. Um one of the fitness tips would be to not do what I'm doing right now. You wouldn't oh, want to you what you, what you stuffing in your mouth? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> oh man! A lot of things are going on in the wrestling world, man, and and I think the biggest thing that we want to, if you don't mind, well, let's one jump into it really quick, and let's go ahead and get your favorite segment going. Oh, you already know what time it is, beautiful people. Mm -hmm. I love to do this each and every week. You know what time it is. It's Hot Topics. Oh, man. Uh, listen, I got... I, I have to say one thing. Uh, that this Friday, we got Stephen Meeks back in the building. Uh, this Friday, man, blew everybody's mind because we saw something that we did not think that we was going to see. Uh, and that was your man, Dwayne The Rock Johnson in Colorado, along with Pat McAfee. Uh, man, Johnson. that was one... And Johnson, that was one hell of a show, man. I think that the merger, uh, with the news of the merger, they kind of had to kick off everything with a bang. You know what I'm saying? And so what better way to do it than bring in the great one into the fold? And I love to see it. Um, also, you know, you got Colorado that has a, a, a big uh, air about it right now because Deion Sanders is kicking ass down there in, in Colorado, man. And so a lot of people are excited to see that. So it was it was a different type of energy uh, on that show, man. And I think uh, The Rock said that was probably one of his favorite crowds, man. Um, but yeah, the, I was excited to see that. I, don't know I think, I think the, the biggest thing to take away from that is um, I don't know if it was WWE's idea or their hand that brought the rock in. I think it's more so because he was already in town for the Deion Sanders thing. Pat McAfee was already in town. So they said, you know what? Since we're here, let's see if we can go and make a stop. I mean, it works out for WWE. We don't have to spend no money because he's already here. But I'm sure they gave the rock a pretty good, healthy little piece of check just coming there and do their thing. And the biggest thing I want to take away from that about the rock showing up. Austin Theory. Yeah, you got to give you the boy his flowers, man. That, that boy is all of our childhood dreams right now. <laughs> you know? I don't care who you are. He's had matches with Stone Cold. Uh, well, not Stone Cold, but he had got a stunner from Stone Cold. He took the mm -hmm. people's elbows from the rock, and he got some a couple of shots in too. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He got, he got his rocks off. He was like, I'm, I'm gonna get me. Get hey. one channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's fighting all of them. <laughs> one, one time. I'm going I'm just yeah. Uh I mean he just been having some some great moments, man. So I think that Austin Theory's career is uh very bright, man. Let me get an opinion from uh from the, the love doctor in the building, man, uh Mr. Steven Meeks. Yeah, no, I, I don't I don't get to watch like stream it live. Unfortunately, I don't really have like cable or like streaming service like that, but I obviously like keep up with Twitter and and yeah, I love the I love the rock segment with the with theory and and yeah, that dude. I mean, Austin, we're supposed to dislike him, but honestly, he's like my hero because I just want to live vicariously through him because, like you said, he's getting to work all the he's getting to work all the all the dudes that are that are coming back and and yeah, it's really it's really fun to see see him get the rub and and yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy like the current product. Oh man! Well, listen, brother. Um, it's great to have you on the show today. Uh, for the people who sleep under a rock and they don't know about uh, Mr. Stephen Mix, I want you to give your background. You know what I'm saying? Let them know who you is and what you does. 
percent. So, so I'm the psychedelic sweetheart Stephen Meeks. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the professional wrestling hippie. I've, I've been doing this for a little over a year now, and I was trained by uh, Bobby Blaze, Jillian Hall, and Chance Prophet. And uh, so, pretty much the best that the that Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia tri-state area has to offer. And I'm, I'm super fortunate to, to have. Uh, been able to sit under their learning trees and I'm super fortunate to be able to love people through wrestling and, and do stuff like this with y'all. And, and Victor is like one of my closest friends in the whole wide world. And he's provided me with a whole lot of awesome opportunities and taught me a lot. Like this dude is really is like a freaking Jedi master in regards to like combat sports. So uh, yeah, I freaking, freaking love Victor and, and yeah, it's super cool to be here. Oh man, uh, let's talk about when you first had uh, the the love bug for the uh, like wrestling. Where did that come from? Like, when did you fall in love with wrestling? Uh, do you remember what it was? Uh, my like earliest memories of wrestling uh, were like that early, or I guess like mid ruthless aggression era. Uh, like my peak feuds were like like Mr. Kennedy and Undertaker had an awesome feud that like came to a head of the survivor series. And that was like one of the few pay-per-views that I ended up watching live, like as a kid. And then, uh, the McMahon Trump feud that was like during, <laughs> during my time as like a kid fan. And then, uh, the RVD edge and John Cena feud for sure is like another one of my, my favorites. Uh, um, so yeah, that, that pretty much like encapsulates the period of time that I was really watching wrestling as a kid. Oh man. Who was your absolute favorite wrestler to watch? Uh, I guess it was, I guess if I had to pick one as a kid, it was uh, definitely like Jeff Hardy or maybe even Rey Mysterio. But now if you were to ask me, I would probably say like Shawn Michaels. Mm. Okay. Hey man, those are some legendary names right there. I'm not mad at that. Uh, all of those guys got some things in common. They're a little bit on the smaller stature. So I, you know, uh, is it a reason why you gravitate to wrestlers like that? Uh, I guess like, I mean, definitely when I was a kid, I was like one of the smaller ones in my class. So I guess naturally I, I related more to, to the, uh, smaller wrestlers. Uh, now I'm, I definitely try my best to like close the gap as much as I can. You know, I try to hold myself accountable and trying to do uh, what I need to do in the, in the, during the fitness and nutrition aspect side of things. But, uh, but yeah, so, so. Yeah, I, I definitely, definitely related to those guys. Oh, man. Uh, talk about how you uh, developed your character um, and what some, some of your accolades are, man. Because I start, you started saying it, and I thought you were rapping to me, man. I was like, oh, man, that's <laughs> I like that. <laughs> talk about how you developed your character. Uh, it's really just like I, I try to be like an exaggerated version of myself. I mean, I grew up. Uh, a big Beatles fan, a big Grateful Dead fan. And, uh, you know, like when I originally started training, I had this concept for a character that was like, I was like, I want to be the sweetheart wrestler, like just pure, you know, like white me, honestly, like Ricky Morton, kind of like, like baby face, good guy, good intentions. And then uh, somebody ended up asking me, I don't remember if it, it could have been Casey King or, or Bobby Blaze, or it was somebody influential to me at the time, and they just asked me, uh, what kind of sweetheart are you? And then I kind of thought it over, and, and, you know, I came to the conclusion that I'm, I'm the psychedelic sweetheart, and uh, I'm here to love people through wrestling. And this is, wrestling's like my platform for uh, the peace and love and all that, all that good stuff. I love that man. It almost reminds me of Dude Love a little bit. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah he, he, uh, he's more like a ladies' man, you know. And I, I feel like I feel like Stephen Meeks tries to be that, but you know, uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's not as uh, uh, yeah. He, he's a lot he's a lot better at picking up chicks than, than up Stephen Meeks, I guess. <laughs> oh man, all thing you got to do is splash that beard, man. Just yeah, <laughs> just do a couple of these. Yeah, just a couple of those, man. You get all the ladies on you, brother. I got you. Oh, man, that's awesome. Well, look, uh, you got this thing going. Uh, it's almost a movement of a sort. Uh, I believe it's called Hug the World Tour. Yes. Oh, man, talk about that and, and how that came about. Uh, I mean, I feel like everybody's kind of got their own little, like, 
like tagline uh, or uh, or like agenda. I mean, any any good character, whether it's in like film or in a book, like has has a modus operandi. Like they they got a goal. So I guess the goal is to love people through wrestling and uh, you know make them feel good and tell them good stories and and you know the hugs are kind of a part of that. It's like a a way for me to connect with the fans and it's like it's like a way to you know make make that connection and and, and spread the love oh man that's been so and awesome brother. i actually had some, was able to put together a really cool project <laughs> lately uh there's a an artist musical artist by the name of grateful dave on instagram i came across his uh page through a sponsored ad and we've actually okay. like collabed <laughs> and uh we like writ written a song together so there's now a hug the world song that you can stream on spotify and itunes and that's going to be the new uh stephen meeks like entrance song i get to use that for the first time this weekend in uh, in maryland at uh, assault wrestling alliance oh man yeah that's awesome man uh listen best damn nation we're gonna drop that song so you can hug the world on all of our platforms i, I dig that uh we're gonna play a little bit of that if we if we can uh, for the people, we go check you out, Mr. Steve Mix. That's cool, man. Look at the world. Oh, man, Mr. Everything, you got some yeah. words for your boy. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, Steven, tell them about the, the transitions that you've gone through in terms of your character. You know, you and I, we've traveled a lot, and you've come to me for different advice. Um, tell them a little bit about when you first started with the character that you had. Versus the character that you currently uh, run with now. Uh, I guess you could say I'm a little bit more comfortable in like my skin. Uh, I mean, I've definitely I I try to put in the work in regards or like I guess I should say I try to invest in like the brand and and the character and uh, and uh, now I feel like I feel like compared to when we first met, uh, I've just received a lot of confirmation like in both like my my spiritual journey and then like my journey with wrestling, like, like they really go together in a lot of ways. I feel wrestling in my heart and I feel like more confident now. And I really like, it's almost like loving people through wrestling has really become real to me, especially over like the last couple months. Uh, and I've been able to like do better shows and, and work with people that have taught me a lot. And, uh, and yeah, obviously get to like travel with you and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just the, the comfort is more there and it's like I'm more confident in like who Steven Meeks is and how he reacts to things. Um, and I guess it's like I, I try to just make it bigger every time I go and get to perform. Absolutely. It bigger, better. The best damnation at Mr. Renegade, Steven Meeks is being a little bit too humble for you, for you all, because uh, Steven Meeks has a little talent that I think he should share with the world. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let him know what you can do, brother. Let him know what you can do. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. Huh? What are we doing? I can, hug, I can give a, bit, a virtual hug. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let them, let them, let them hear the voice. Let them know what the voice. Man, I don't know. I'd have, to, I'd have to get my guitar. Maybe, maybe I'll get my guitar later. If, if the connection is still good. show. Uh, Steven yeah. means to go and give us a little piece of the, of the uh, I'll try a little bit. Look, look, the world. I did that. Barbershop crooning right for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I grew up. I grew up singing in barbershop quartets. So that was like my first. Like it was. It was originally loving people through barbershop harmony. Now it's loving people through wrestling. Uh, we... <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Uh, listen, that's that's kind of big in the south too, man. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, yeah. on, on my on my side of, of my father's uh, family, uh, I come from the quartet gospel group kind of. Leonich, uh, George Dickens and the Gospel Disciples, man, they're well known in the Carolinas and up and down uh, the East Coast, man. So uh, legendary group. So that's cool that you have uh, an influence like that. Uh, talk about we that. Could, for we a could second. sing like a barbershop tag together sometime. You know, hey, I got, I, you know, I, got I got harmony. to practice a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I, I can play a hell of a, of a triangle, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. A cowbell. I'm a, I'm a hell of a cowbell player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh man, listen, you just mentioned uh you went kind of like on a spiritual journey, right? And I'm pretty sure that you're still on it. Uh talk about your spiritual journey, man, and, and what are some of your uh things that you're trying to work on for yourself? Yeah, uh so I got saved, like I gave my life to Christ when I was nineteen. Uh and like it was right before the pandemic had started. And uh at the time, like I was singing in a in an acapella group that uh that toured and did a lot of did a lot of like mission work uh for for like a Southern Baptist college here. And uh um that was kind of like my mission, like I wanted to teach music and that was kind of like what my heart was set to do. And then COVID happened and then I moved back home to eastern Kentucky and then I I, I kind of just in the in the strangest way possible got involved in this uh, wrestling stuff and uh i it's like i couldn't really see it so much then because obviously i was like super young to the faith and like i was still learning how to you know uh like hear respond and obey and so and that's like kind of those are kind of hard skills to humble so they take time you have to spend time with with the with god to build that relationship so that you can you guys could communicate better together and whatnot. So, uh, so yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm just trying to spend time in the word and, and whatnot, you know, like that's like, I, I think I received confirmation from him. Like, like yesterday I was at a, my accent is going crazy right now. My, like yesterday, uh, I was at a, uh, like a college age, uh, ministry group. And, uh, like if I, if I had like one of those baseball tickers, I, the amount of times I heard the phrase like love people in that context and it's like it's just so cool it's almost like an affirmation you know what I'm saying because that's like that's the root of like any kind of medium that I that I put time into like obviously like that's the goal is to love people through whether it's like music or wrestling <coughs> or just, you know etc oh man and so it's it's great that you have a, a love of, of music and and wrestling, man. Do you find some type of a therapy or uh, some kind of, of a solace in wrestling? Yeah, I think the two go together super well. Like, uh, I mean, I think wrestling definitely uh, opened me up and like got me more comfortable in my own skin to where like it, it definitely makes my music uh, a little bit better too. like performing music, whether it's in an acapella group setting or a, or a quartet or, or me with my, my guitar and whatnot. Uh, and also I find myself like in regards to me learning wrestling, whether it's the, the physical aspect of it, because a lot of wrestling like has like a cadence to it. You know what I'm saying? It's got like a heartbeat. There's a rhythm there. So like I definitely I definitely feel that in the ring, uh, like, you know, whenever I'm working with somebody. And um, I also like the storytelling aspect of uh, wrestling. Cause obviously I grew up singing barbershop harmony. That's like all storytelling, you know, it's, uh, it's four, four men with, without a net, you know what I'm saying? Singing close harmony. And a lot of it's sung without meter. So it's like you phrase it in ways to get, to emphasize certain things. It's not, there's not like a strict rhythm that it's, that it's held to, you know what I'm saying? And I think, uh, you know, wrestling is kind of the same way I guess. But yeah, I think the two go together super well. Super fortunate to to had both influences in my life. And obviously uh loud cars. But obviously like God God put this put me on this path for a reason. You know, even when I, even before I was saved, you know, he was still guiding me and, and uh you know uh, sowing seed into me and, and, and whatnot. Oh man, that's that's a great thing to see. Let me ask you a question, man. Uh, currently, uh, are you in North Carolina or or Tennessee? Yeah, I'm based out of Raleigh, North Carolina, basically. Not not in Raleigh, but like the the outskirts of Raleigh, basically. Uh, um, but I'm from Eastern Kentucky. I'm from uh, I'm from uh, the the Huntington, West Virginia kind of area. You know. Okay. Okay. Uh, Poppy Mountain. Area. Yeah, yeah. So that's like that's the name of fun fact. That's the name of a bluegrass festival in Moorhead, Kentucky. So that's where Stephen Meeks is from. Yeah. You know. Right. <laughs> uh, did you did you listen to like bluegrass music growing up? 
Oh, my, like, okay, so my dad listened to bluegrass music growing up, so that, of course, means that I hated bluegrass music growing up, <laughs> but obviously, you start singing Barbershop, and then you realize, oh, these things are pretty similar, it's just a lot of close harmony and blah, 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 so, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I love bluegrass music now because I have more of an appreciation for where I come from and, and, and whatnot, and uh, yeah, I love, I love me some bluegrass music. Oh, man. What are some of your favorite songs right now that you like to listen to to kind of get you in? A... Uh, I, I've recently made that a part of like my pre-match uh, ritual, like listening to music. And before the match, like it's always like some Grateful Dead or some Beatles or uh, uh, I'm trying to think some like Blaze Foley, like, you know, maybe like some some country jams, seldom seen third time out, like some bluegrass and whatnot like i have certain like playlists uh but I, I listen to a like lately i've been listening to a lot of mac miller honestly like in my free time uh, okay. uh i've been i've been trying to like learn a song on my guitar every day and if you're like one of my close friends on instagram like in the close friend setting you probably see me trying to figure my way out through these songs like once a day but yeah so that's like you know i i, I try to listen to everything i have a different taste and appreciation for music just because like my background is so obscure you know what i mean my education in music is kind of different so uh, so yeah I, I listen to just about everything except for like heavy metal that's not really my vibe okay so when you about to go out to the ring say you got a heavy match right and you're going out to the ring and you got to get in that kick-ass mode that i'm about to lay somebody out i don't care how big or how small you are it's going down Somebody getting the pause put on them. What song do you play right before you go out that gets you like fucked up? I guess the I've come out to a lot of different songs uh, in the past. Like uh, one of my favorites that I guess it really didn't fit my gimmick super well. That's why I didn't really use it. It was an Al Green song called I'm a Ram. I just think that song has such it's got it's so funky like it is just nasty in the beginning i'm like, I'm like this song is a vibe uh i've come out to uh, a yonder mountain string band they're kind of like a grateful dead influenced bluegrass band like psychedelic bluegrass i like them a lot uh uh beatles obviously like you know i'm out here trying to be the fifth Beatles, so i, I love i love their catalog of songs i know that it's almost cliche and wrong to to applaud the Beatles, but you know, I, I grew up on them. I love them. Grateful Dead, you know. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever considered playing down the ramp? Like playing the guitar play, or singing your own entrance music down the ramp? I get I get a lot of comparisons to Elias with the guitar and the beard thing. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, you know, I'm there. There's a couple other hippies and and loving people in wrestling that have already kind of pointed fingers, like they, like you know, I might be uh, appropriating certain things or you know, mm. uh, I'm whatnot. So I don't know. I don't. I, I I would hate you know if Elias were to get released, you know, and do the indies, you know, I'd hate to, I'd hate to inter infringe on his on his on his. His Step on his yeah. toes. Yeah, yeah, he won't yeah, the first yeah, one to do it. I'm just if saying. He did, maybe if I did it without the beard, maybe yeah, I could get you, away with it. You got to go. Yeah. You got to go, baby face. That's yeah, it. yeah. That'd make it different. That'd be more yeah. like honky honk man. There you go. I can do the sideburns. <laughs> yeah, just just the sideburns and the beard. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh man, listen. What are some of the things that you want to accomplish? within the next two to five years? Uh, I think definitely like wrestling on TV in some capacity, uh, whether it be WWE or AEW or if they bring back AEW Dark or uh, Ring of Honor obviously is kind of back and around. Uh, I'm a big fan of Impact Wrestling. I don't know if you're allowed to say that anymore, but like I love their current product. They're, uh, uh, you know, I used to watch them on Twitch when that was a, a thing. I'm not sure if that's a they stream it on Twitch anymore, but but yeah, I, I like Impact uh, uh, National Wrestling Alliance NWA. Like their product is so incredibly fun to watch, and I would love to work there. I think they have it's very underrated, very underrated promotion. Some of the coolest cast of characters 
the Brothers of Funstruction. EC3 is the champ. Obviously, Mr. Everything loves him some EC3. We all do. Uh, yeah, he's a best damn uh, wrestling uh, alum. Yeah. Silas uh, Silas Mason. I mean, all those guys are just killing it. I, I'm a big fan of all of them. And I've, I've been fortunate enough to meet uh, most of those guys that I just named, and they're, and they're all great folk. And, and yeah. That's cool. Uh, listen, I saw um, I saw your logo, man. Uh, it was really cool, man. It was kind of like a mushroom with your name in it. I, I was really digging it, but I wanted to ask you where that comes from. And I guess it's part of your psychedelic character that you have. Uh, I just want you to speak on how you came about with your logo. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Can I? Can I talk about the plants? Is this a recording? Hey, you can talk about anything you want to. <laughs> can I talk about the plants? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, no, I guess, I guess you could say, you know, like, I'm a fan of, of, of I'm a fun guy, you know. I'm a fun guy to be around. Too. Fun guy. I like that. So, I, see what, I see what you did there. Huh? I, see, I see what you did there. <laughs> That's I guess that's all I'll say about that. I guess I have you seen the tattoos? I got this. I got this obnoxious mushroom tattoo that I got while I might have been like pretty intoxicated, uh, you know, in a in a apartment somewhere in a holler in East, in Eastern Kentucky, you know, or, you know. So uh, <laughs> it's all part of the part of the story. But yeah, yeah, that pretty much explains it. I guess I reckon. Uh, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Uh, <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about some moves real quick, man. Uh, talk about your finisher and how you came about your finisher. Uh, I think I have to give uh, Victor will know this name, uh, Dan Wright credit for like what I'm currently really using. Uh, it's a variation of the Regal Cutter. I mean, I call it the Buzzkill because you know I, I feel like that's on brand. You know, what's yeah. worse. Yeah. You know, but uh, but yeah, I think it's like it's an impactful move, but it's not. It's a, it's if you boil it down, it's a wrestling maneuver. It's not nothing violent or uh, you know, it's fair game. You know, so uh, so yeah, that's if, if that's what if that's what wins matches and helps me love people through helps me gain platform to love people through wrestling better. Then that's what I gotta do. I also like to use the uh, Northern Lights suplex because that's the old Bobby Blaze classic. And uh, it's also a name of a strand of uh, of uh, plant, you know. So uh, it's a little Easter egg. It's it's super on brand. Uh, I also like a good old fashioned hug. If that can, if I, if I could ever get like a Mortal Kombat friendship victory off the hug, I haven't figured that out yet, but I'm working on it. I think that's in the pipeline. Yeah, to the point where you just hug somebody and the and the power of love and positivity yeah. kind of go through their body they and it knocks them out cold, and then you just lay on top of them. <laughs> I get you. Yeah. That's it. Like oh man, friendship. <laughs> yeah, I like that. So, uh, quick question, Stephen. Um, obviously, you've been doing this for just a year, but if you had a dream match, who would it be? Oh, uh, it could be somebody from the past, present, or somebody in the future. So, who would who would Stephen Meeks love to have a dream match with? I think if I just had to like highlight some some independent talent that I just love to be around and share locker rooms with that I that I've been wanting to that just been crossing my fingers hoping that I could get booked against. Uh, like Wayne Moxie is one of the one of the top names. I freaking love his work. Uh, I mean. I know I might get in trouble for saying this, but like Silas Mason and AJ Kazana, I mean, they're freaking huge, but I mean, they might whoop me, but they better pack a lunch. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but I want it. I think they could teach me a lot. I, I love their work. Uh, I mean, Victor Andrews, we haven't, we've never, uh, we've never even been in the ring at the same time, not even in like a battle royal or like a tag team match or anything. That is, that is crazy to me. Uh, so, uh, so obviously I want Matt, uh, JAC out of AML land. Uh, he's just a, a big, mean, big, mean guy. And, and I, you know, I think he needs a hug. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, that's, those are just some names off the top of my head. I mean, if you want to get like real big into fantasy booking, I mean, some of my favorite like WWE and AEW guys are like Seth Rollins and uh, um, MJF. Uh, 
Jeff Jarrett. If I could get Jeff Jarrett before he's done, that would be that would be absolutely awesome. Uh, you know, because I I love territory wrestling, and you know any any of those guys. There aren't very many guys who lived in that era and and wrestle that style of wrestling, and that's like, you know, I think the psychedelic sweetheart in a lot of ways. I try to be like a Smoky Mountain era. You know, I try to be true to the source material in regards to traditional professional wrestling. Uh, you know, I don't know how Cornette would feel about the whole hugging and whatnot, but if you, <laughs> I want him to be. I want him to be like, this is okay. Something. He would hate it and love it at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know I, I like what you did. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Um, we may be able to to make some of those happen. I can't do anything by Seth Rollins and MJF. But funny enough and crazy enough, and I still don't know to this day how, but I got Jeff Jarrett's phone number. Oh. I do. I have it in my phone. Now, whether he'll answer the call or not is is beyond me. Listen, I don't even remember how he even got it. Okay, I don't know if it's one of the seminars I saw him at or a convention or everything, bro. I got the man's phone. Mister Everything just knows everybody, you know. So we'll see if that can happen. But I I definitely know I can make Wayne Moxie happen. Oh man, I freaking love that! I know I can make that one of my favorite talents. He's got the whole third eye opening thing. I can take you out to uh, School of Morton, and we can see if we can make that match happen. And as far as you and I, mm, who do I know that could possibly (laughs) mother you and I? I don't Uh, know. Oh, maybe, yeah. Think about that. In in the town of North Carolina. (laughs) I ain't gonna yeah. but I'm gonna try. Stuff in my beard too. Y'all ain't gonna play me out. Like I ain't got no hair. Uh real quick, we got a, a, a quick question from the best damnation. Uh I'm guessing geared towards you, Mr. Meeks. Um says, Do you still feel scared or nervous before a match? Uh I was scared. I was scared and nervous before I logged into this podcast. <laughs> I, I deal with so much freaking anxiety sometimes. Like, you know, my my I get I got that ticker in me, you know what I'm saying? And it just be it just be going, you know, it's got a mind of its own and you know, that's moments like that, you know, I try to I try to pray and, you know, uh uh find my zen, you know, uh find peace, you know, just kinda calm down and realize, you know, I, I a lot of anxiety is like an attack from the enemy, you know what I'm saying? And I know that I'm called to do this. And, you know, sometimes I just need to blow that stuff off, you know, but, uh, but yeah, I, I definitely do get nervous, but you know, I, I, I have certain like coping mechanisms to try to, to try to make the butterflies fly in formation, you know? <laughs> I like that. You know, make the butterflies in your stomach fly in formation. That's the, uh, you know, all right. But Stephen Meeks out here, uh, giving out philosophical, Oops, I like that. <laughs> oh man. Well listen, I got another question for you. Say uh 50 years from now, aliens come down, raid the planet, uh, and they want to find out who Stephen Meeks is. Yeah, what do you want? I, what do you want the world to know? I don't know. I think I found out who Stephen Meeks was through a, a guy I met at a at a music festival, you know. And uh, he took me to his van, and you know, we had some exchange for some wares and whatnot, you know. But uh, no, no, no. <laughs> his little campsite, you know. Oh, <laughs> he, I don't so, know where this so, story is going. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I had a, I had a I had a philosophical I had a little brain chemistry experiment at a music festival you know some people <laughs> will relate to that but no okay. no in all seriousness you know like i feel like legacy is like it's kind of important to me like it might not be important to like a lot of young people my age because a lot of us think we're going to live forever but you know i just i just want people to i guess remember Stephen meeks by like you know i i love the business and i i tried to navigate it as respectfully as possible and you know like i love I love wrestling and 
and I'm trying to do something different, but I also want to be respectful and true to the tradition and the bigger thing that is uh, professional wrestling, you know. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh, so if you could have a contract for somebody right now, I know you just talked about some of the, the companies that you were interested in. Um, if you had the choice, which promotion would you go to and why? Uh, I think I think I'd have to say NWA just because, like, like I said, like their roster and, and the, the cast of characters there is crazy. I mean, like, and you got people running in and out of there, like uh, Cardona and uh, uh, Bubba Ray uh, has been in and out of there for, for the last little bit. Uh, you know, uh, Brothers of Front Instruction, I love their uh, them as a tag team. Uh, and, and, yeah, look at their champions. I mean, you got the – the Southern gentlemen are great. AJ Kazana and uh, his tag uh, team partner's name is escaping me right now. But you got EC3 as a heavyweight champ and Silas Mason as the as the national champ. I mean, like it it really just like doesn't get any better than that. Oh man, I definitely love the uh, NWA product and what they're doing down there, man. Uh, I wish I could watch more so I can talk about it on the show, but we'll try to do that. We but we've had some uh, some NWA alums on the show already. So yeah. Uh we we got love for the boys here I can definitely see you fitting into that mode and hugging everybody. I dig that. <laughs> I just love their aesthetic, man. Like it's it, it's like again, it's true to the source material. And it's also it's not it's not like it's your grandfather's wrestling without being your grandfather's wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it it's evolving and, and like I said, I I just love I love the talent. That's it. I love the product. Yeah. You're a young cat, man, but you got an old soul, brother. I know because I got an old soul and I can feel it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> where does that where does that come from? That you know, that that kind of grounded base that you have. Uh I don't know. I, I'm twenty three years old. Uh, you know, so I ain't been I've I've been wrestling, I've been around the wrestling business for three years. I've been wrestling for a little over a year. And uh you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess I, I spent a lot of time with my grandmother growing up. So, you know, she kind of rubbed off on me a lot. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, so uh, I'm just, uh, I just try to be, practice being grateful and, you know, uh, just just being happy to be here and whatnot. Uh, and, yeah. I dig that, brother. I dig that. Uh, go ahead, Mr. Everything. Oh, that's it for me. Um, so Stephen Meese, really quick. Uh, let the best damnation where you they can find you. Social media's drop all your information there, brother. Show them where they can get the love from Mr. Yeah. Stephen Meese. We're I'm I'm like surprised. I'm very close to a thousand followers on Instagram, and you can follow me on Instagram at Meeks Wrestles. Uh, and that's probably where I'm most active. Uh, there's also Facebook which is obviously kind of like Instagram, like like the, the runoff, because obviously they're together. So I, they, I post mostly simultaneously to both. Uh, Facebook is Steven Neeks. Uh, TikTok, at Neeks Wrestling. Uh, and um, I'm on Twitter and YouTube. And uh, those are, I think those are just Steven Neeks. If you search Steven Neeks, you should be able to find, find those too. So, uh, so yeah. And, and again, I'm just happy to be here and, Thanks for uh, sharing your platform and your audience with me. I appreciate it. Oh, for sure, man. Uh, and we'll, we'll definitely share some clips, man. Uh, a lot of our followers love to repost the stuff that we got. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, we do this thing each and every show. Uh, it's a way of us uh, giving back to the people. It's a way of giving a little bit of ministry and a little bit of motivation to the people that watch us, man. Uh, so. Mr. Stephen Meeks, do you have a word of motivation or a positive word that you want to leave to the beautiful people? Uh, I get. I'll just kind of reiterate what I what I heard in my group last night, uh, and it was like it was talking about you can either be a, a consumer 
of positive, let's, let's kind of rephrase it a little bit to where it's more general and like can reach the non-church goers. You can either, you can be either a consumer of positivity or you can be a contributor of positivity. And, you know, like that concept of like, you know, like sometimes it's good to, sometimes it's good to be a consumer and, you know, sometimes you need that. Like you can't pour from an empty cup, so to speak, but, you know, like try to be a, 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 try to be a contributor as much as you can of of positivity and love and, you know, take, consume when you need, you know, drink when you're thirsty, eat when you're hungry, but, you know, contribute and and spread love and peace and all that that good stuff. Give hugs, hug the world, love people, love your neighbor, etc. All that good stuff. (laughs) Etc. and all that good stuff. (laughs) Oh, that, that was just that yeah. etc. and all that good stuff. I said at least like four times. <laughs> <laughs> that is a shirt for you. I tapped out of sale, boy. Etc. and yeah. all that good stuff. I dig it. <laughs> oh man, that's a great word. Uh, love your neighbor. Hug everybody. Spread positive energy. That's a beautiful word from your boy, Mister Stephen Beeks. Mister Everything. Got to take it to you, my brother. Do you have a final word or word of motivation for the beautiful people? Absolutely. Um, I kind of posted this a couple of days ago, but it's stop being worried or stop worrying about failure because you never realize how well success truly is if you don't fail first. A lot of people feel like, I just want to succeed in everything that I'm doing. I want the the, the spoils, but I don't want to, um, you know, go through the process. Don't worry about failing in the process. Failure is what makes you stronger. Failure is what makes you hungry. Failure is what makes you drive to be able to get to that success a lot more. Um, a lot of people, when they reach success without the process or without the failure, it's harder for them to recover if any event that they do lose that success. It's like um, going out and you're constantly working and working and working. You finally get that promotion and now you got all this money and you're doing all these great things and it's wonderful and it's great. And it keeps you humble and it keeps you, um, keeps this thought in the back of your mind and say, you know what? If I gotta go back down to square one, I know exactly what I need to do or even better to get back to the top. A lot of people, when they, they go from square one straight to the top, they don't know how to get back there if they happen to fall off the ladder. You know what I mean? If you fall off the wagon, you fall off the ladder. You know, a lot of people, they 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 don't want to climb those rungs. They don't want to grab each and every little step to go up that ladder. They just want to go from the first step straight to the top. And that's great. It's, it's wonderful. However, don't be so worried about the failure of it. Failure is going to make you stronger, and failure is going to make you want to appreciate the success a lot more. Oh man, that was that was a lovely, beautiful word for Mister Everything. You know, what I'm saying don't don't stress to be successful. You know, what I'm saying don't don't get yourself stressed out to be successful. I got you. I dig that. Uh, we got some some love from the best damn nation, man, uh, over here. Uh, be a contributor of positivity. I dig that. I dig that. I like that. Yeah. That's my, that's my best buddy. Hi, best buddy. <laughs> yeah. You know, peace of love. Peace of love, man. Um, I think if I had to give everyone or the world a final word, a word of motivation, I would just say this one thing. Mind your mental. Mind your mental. Uh, mental health is very important. Um, you don't know how important it is until you lose everything emotionally or or physically or spiritually and you go through a time period where you need some help or you need to have a different point of view on the subject or, or you just need somebody to talk to. Don't be afraid to talk to someone if you need help. If you, if you need to have somebody to give you a positive word or uh, something uplifting. Or if your situation is heavy and you just need a little bit of help, it's okay. It's okay to reach out. It's okay to ask. It's okay to find somebody to pray for you. It's okay to find somebody to sit down and talk to you because that might be the thing to help get your life back on track. 
You know what I'm saying? So if I had to give a word for the beautiful people of the best damn nation, mind your mental. You know what I'm saying? Mind your mental. <laughs> that is the word from your boy. Brian Renegade. Fellas, did you like that word? Was it okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what I like about this segment? is like we all have different mentalities. We all have different opinions. We all have different um, ways that we think, but it all still ties together. It's like I got one piece of the puzzle. You got one piece of the puzzle. My man Stephen Meese came in here with another piece of the puzzle. It was one full thing like Voltron. Connect like Voltron. Power Rangers. Power Rangers, that's right. I did that. Well, listen, uh, you know, it's it's good to spread positivity in the world. Go ahead, Mr. Meeks. Yeah, no, I just thank y'all for having me, and and that was was fun. I I mean, I I don't have to – I'll say it a million times. Like, I'm a big Mr. Everything fan and and a big Rome fan. I mean, you know, like, I love love them both so big, and uh, I'm thankful – that that they've been a part of my journey and and like i don't know if victor remembers this but victor wrestled at my very first north carolina like indie wrestling show that, that i was a part of the aml show that was put on uh i believe summer around time maybe you know about a year and a month ago you know so uh you know victor even though he and I weren't like connected at that point, you know, I've, I've been, a, I've been able to watch his work and, and watch him continue to grow as a wrestler and, uh, and get some of his flowers that he deserves. And, you know, it's been really cool. Oh, that's awesome, man. You're going to make him cry in the car. Don't stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. I'm, I'm, look, look, look. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Man, I'm going to cry. I'm <laughs> Oh man, Mr. Mix, listen, before before we go, can we just get a, a little a little small like a like a taste of, of hug the world? Just, just a couple bars to let people, you know, the world. you know. I I can play something. I don't I don't know the hug the world song. I haven't learned it on the guitar yet. I haven't learned a little song. Uh-huh. I know that makes me like terrible brand ambassador, but I, I've been playing this song lately. And, uh, you know, I could probably try to play a little bit of it if my guitar isn't too terribly out of tune. That sounded great, man. That's one of my favorite yeah. songs, brother. That's one of my I favorite songs. I love song. that song. Yeah. yeah that's dope. I mean, Dead and Company, Grateful Dead, John Mayer. You know, it all goes together. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, thank you for blessing us with that song, my brother. Hey, you ain't have to do that, but you did it for us. So we appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. Hey, listen, if you ain't getting no woman now, guarantee you're going to get some panties mailed to your address. After they hear that, you're going to get some panties mailed to your address, dog. I, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> you got some new fans over here, Mr. Stephen Meeks. I'm telling you. Oh, man. But listen. Hey, man, thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, goes right in the mailbox. Yeah. 
Drones in the mailbox. Oh, That's a new song. Drones in the mailbox. There you go. <laughs> it was. Is that like trapped in the closet? You know, it's like an R&B. That's a new R&B hit, you know. Hey, the album ain't gonna be nothing unless you do the the signature pose that every R and B artist has ever done. You got to you got to lean. Remember um, Shawn Michaels? Uh, uh, um, I no, 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 no. Picture, he's oh, like, the, yeah, you got to hit, uh, hit the Thriller, hit, hit the Lionel yes. Richie. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Hit That's when you know the album the gonna be fire. <laughs> That's how you know that stuff gonna be crazy hot. Like they hit you with one of them. Mm-hmm. Rings. It's, it's over, man. It's over. I'll be walking around being Uncle Victor for everybody. <laughs> Uncle Vic. Oh man. Hey, listen. We even got a new hashtag, fellas. Hold on. I got to share this real quick because she on one today. Hashtag draws in the mailbox. Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Oh, oh man. Listen. Oh man. Listen. Well, listen. Thank you, Mr. James Meeks. Uh, excuse me. I said James Meeks. Steven Meeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you had me, you know. Listen. Thank you for joining the show. Uh, you are welcome anytime, my friend. Pleasure to meet you, man. Pleasure. Yeah, man. It's a pleasure to meet you too, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, are we always talk wrestling. I'm, I'm, well, I used to live in North Carolina. I'm in Phoenix right now. So I bounce between okay. Phoenix, Carolina and all over the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, right now I'm in, uh, I'm in Phoenix. And if you ever in the desert, if you ever come to Phoenix, just let me know, man. I got, I got a room for you. You good to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Listen. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Anytime that you want to come on, man. Anytime you want to come and talk some shit with the boys. Uh, we here. Yeah. We talking about wrestling, entertainment, music, all that stuff. We love all of it. You know what I'm saying? So you're yeah. welcome anytime, my friend. This has been one of my, despite the technical difficulties, obviously, this has been like one of, my, one of the most fun I've, I've had on a podcast. In a, in a oh, man. Well, thank, well, thank you for saying that. You know what I'm saying? We, we try to have a good time on here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm among <laughs> friends and family, though, you know. You know, oh yeah, you are, you are a part of either. the best damn nation, my friend. Yeah, yeah. you are alum now. You've been on the show. You are yeah. alum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, uh, man. And listen, uh, tell the people where they can find you again. Yeah, Instagram at Meeks Wrestles, uh, at Meeks Wrestling, basically everywhere else, and then Stephen Meeks on YouTube. Uh, trying to get more YouTube content out there lately because that's just. A really important platform that I feel like a lot of wrestlers are kind of scared of. I mean, I, I guess the current market is more for like short form content, whether it's like TikTok or Instagram Reels. But like with loving people through wrestling, I feel like a big part of that is like them getting to know who's who I am. You know, so uh, I'm trying to trying to find vehicles to where I can really connect with my audience better, whether it's a vlog or a podcast or whatever but i need something you know and this is you know again i'm super thankful for this uh this uh practice and and you know i'm, I'm a fan uh of your guys's product so uh, so yeah thank you thank you again i i appreciate that man spread the word tell your grandma and them about the best day wrestling podcast you know what i'm saying somebody might like it <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh man well listen uh we can't hold you any longer beautiful people Thank you for joining us. If you want to watch the show, you can go to our Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can go on our Facebook group at the Best Damn Wrestling Nation. You can join our Facebook page where we post all our content at the BD Wrestling Podcast. You can go over to our Twitter at Best Damn Crew. We got a Twitch too. You can go to our Twitch at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, and you can visit our TikTok at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to support the show. Uh, the only thing that you have to do is go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. For as low as $5, you can help support the show. Man, we got all kind of knick-knack paddywhacks, and you can even give your dog a boat. We got shirts, hats, mugs. We even got condoms, Mr. Meeks. But I wouldn't recommend you, you know, sir, because they might leak and you might have a baby. But, you know, uh, <laughs> you can go over to our Patreon. www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. Oh, man. Fellas, 
This was a great show. You're welcome anytime. You're a best Thank damn you alum, my that. friend. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Love y'all. Yeah. Mr. Everything. I'll see you yeah. next week, Claire. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we got some things to catch up on next week. On the okay. next best damn wrestling podcast. We see you guys next week. Stephen Meeks, you're a gentleman and a scholar. Brian Renegade, go ahead and hit that button for me. Uh, we made you. I did.